Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Biatch, the podcast. This is Kelly, your host, or Laguna Biatch, whatever you want to call me. I'll go with either one. And there are just two quick things I wanted to address before I get into the winter formal episode, which you all know winter formal is in my top three episodes. I'd say my favorite is the fiesta. And I really love the season two finale. Or no, I'm sorry. I saw you kiss her is my number two. And then number three is winter formal. So much beautiful drama. So much calculated drama. I mean, what more could you want from a reality TV show starring teenagers who are pressured to do things by production. It's all we want is drama, right? So the first thing I want to talk about is I want to apologize because I know I've been kind of tough and kind of like salty about MTV not reaching out to me. And that's my own personal thing. So I over the weekend, I had somebody comment on my page saying that I was egotistical, that I had a lot of, I don't know what the words were, But basically that I was an asshole who was tooting my own horn and shouldn't expect anything to come out of this page. I also shouldn't expect MTV to ever reach out to me because I do the minimal work. Those were their words pretty much. I read the comment and I actually deleted it because I didn't want it on the page. That's simple. They said they listen to the podcast and they think I have, I'm arrogant. That's the word they used, arrogant, not egotistical. They think I'm arrogant for thinking I did so much that brought the reboot back to life. Now, I don't know if I had a lot to do with it or even anything to do with it, but I think that I've put a lot of work into this page. So saying I do the bare minimum really bothers me. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I have apologized for being so salty. Um, It's definitely not my best trait, but when my feelings are hurt, I kind of just go off. And that's only me being human. And I always try and be honest with you guys. So I think that's where I'm coming from with it. And I do apologize. I know that I've taken a lot of time to, you know, mention how upset I've been. But I've moved on from it, honestly. So I feel like when I got that message, I was kind of like, dude, what the hell? Like, I'm over it. But it is what it is. And I did DM them. They never DM'd me back. But I do find it funny that their message was almost the exact same as a message I got back. And I want to say February. It was from a throwaway account. And it was almost the exact wording that the comment was. So if you're listening, hello, DM me back if you want to talk about it. If you don't want to talk about it, don't fucking comment on my stuff. How about that? Okay, next thing I want to talk about is the whole kind of like I'm doing a little bit of a brand change which I'm really excited about. I'm excited to make new memes. I'm excited that, you know, you guys gave me ideas about new memes and new shows and shows you like, music you like, everything like that. And it's not going to completely take over Laguna Biatch. I will still post a lot of memes about Laguna. I will still post a lot of memes about the hills and very cavalry. I don't know if you can hear my cat meowing. She's in the other room. She's going crazy. I will keep posting that stuff. I totally promise. It's just I want to kind of build my brand a little bit more and I want to make um, new memes and just kind of reach out. And it's funny. My dad actually mentioned it to me when I was home this past weekend. He's like, why don't you post memes of other shows? You need to grow. And I was like, no, I don't. And then I was actually talking to Danny Pellegrino and I just kind of asked him. He's very, he's awesome, by the way. If you don't follow him on Instagram, it's Danny Pellegrino. And then his podcast is Everything Iconic. He's great. Pop culture extraordinaire. Highly suggest you listen to him, follow him, all that. But I kind of asked him a few questions and that was his tip to me was just branch out more. As far as the podcast goes, it's still Laguna Beach in the Hills and then my rambling that I'm doing now that I do at the end, 
I might do other shows. I'm not 100% sure, but the name will always be Laguna Biatch. I know that doesn't always make sense if I'm going to do like a Vanderpump Rules or something like that. But I'm going to make it work because I do love Laguna Biatch. I do love Laguna. I do love the hills. I do love Very Cavallari. But sometimes I just need a little break. And thank you guys for welcoming that break. You know, thank you guys for welcoming the new memes. And I've only posted two new ones. But we'll see where it goes. I think it's going to be fun. Okay, now we are at Winter Formal. Thank you guys for letting me get all that out of the way to begin with. Usually I do that shit at the end, but these two things are kind of on my mind. And that's why I wanted to do a podcast this week to talk about that. So Winter Formal. It starts off, you know, Kristen does her recap and she's saying that her and Talon are friends with benefits. Jessica and Jason are a train wreck. And Alex M asked Jason to formal before he and Jessica got together. So that's something a lot of people don't realize is that like she asked him before. It's still kind of shady that he went with her to begin with. But if he already promised, I guess it's okay. But I would not be okay with it. And obviously, as we know, Jessica becomes not okay with it. So one thing about the formal is that the girl asks the guy, which is like Sadie Hawkins, right? Do you remember that Reliant K song, Sadie Hawkins Dance? Girl asks the guy, it's always a surprise, whatever. So it starts off with Alex and Taylor, and they're figuring out how they're going to ask Jason and Talon to formal. But it sounds like they already asked him. But anyway, anyway, we find out Kristen's at Surf and Sport, and you're kind of like, wait, wait, why is she at Surf and Sport? Steven's not there. But there's a guy who works there named Ian. Ian was her first friend in Laguna, and she said they'll always be really close. I wonder if they're still close. I have no idea. I did not look at who she follows, did not go that deep. But Alex H is helping her and, you know, Alex is like, you guys will have fun. And Kristen's like, we'll have fun. And they talk about having fun. And they're throwing all these streamers all around the downstairs of surf and sport. So Alex and Taylor make it a scavenger hunt. That's how they get their boys. Talon and Jason, they have to follow the clues. And it starts off with a fishbowl. Then a sign on the highway that says turn around and go back to Treasure Island. And finally the girls are in like, they're in like a giant refrigerator box, I want to say, on the beach with like balloons attached to them. I mean, I'm sure production had a heavy hand in this. I'm assuming. I mean, neither of them said it, but I'm guessing. <laughs> Jason and Talon, they of course say yes. And um, going back to Kristen, Ian also says yes and he's all excited about it. And Talon kisses Taylor's cheek and Jason just hugs Alex and it's a very dramatic moment of course I mean Jason's with Jessica Alex has been trying to swoop in on Jason and all this stuff but what really steals the scene is Alex's blue contacts I mean they're so off-putting they throw you off so much I think it's kind of funny that she had the blue contacts in which I actually read Paris Hilton actually has brown eyes and she wears blue contacts every day Don't know if it's true or not. I'm throwing it out there. I'm too lazy to Google. But that's a rumor I've heard about Ms. Paris Hilton. So just going back to season one, you know, we were told that throughout season one that all the drama happened at Winter Formal. That's when Elsie and Kristen ended up talking about Steven in the bathroom. And then some rumor that Kristen slapped Elsie, which isn't true. That never happened. And I know Brody said that happened in the hills, I think, when he's talking to Kristen or he's talking to Elsie. I don't remember exactly, but no, Kristen has never hit Lauren Conrad. I mean, Lauren Conrad has never taken a punch 
from probably anyone, but definitely not Kristen Cavallari. But some fun about that is MTV, they actually wanted to film Winter Formal. You know, they were getting ready, they were getting prepped and all this stuff, but they couldn't because of the whole JT and Janet thing. If you remember, MTV actually produced that Super Bowl halftime show. And I actually posted a link in the on my story today where you can swipe up to read about it. But basically what happened is that the school did want to cancel filming altogether and the parents were down for it and everything but that's why they never filmed on school grounds and never filmed any school events other than graduation but I don't think that took place on school grounds so they could actually film that that's why like Cedric had a weird little camera that he walks around winter formal with I keep wanting to say homecoming because we didn't have a winter formal but I'm gonna stick to the script and say winter formal all right back to the episode back to Season two, no more season one talk, at least not for right now. But they're talking about the limo list and it's Emily, Jessica, Alex H, Kristen, and maybe Courtney. I'm not sure if Courtney's there. But they say the limo list is 44 people. Oh my God, how horrible does that sound? I mean, honestly, how terrible does that sound? I don't even want to be in a limo with like eight people, let alone 44. But I know MTV did buy their super stretch limos so they could put cameras in them. So maybe that's why they had 44. And then I was kind of thinking there's two super stretch limos. So maybe 44 altogether going to the um, winter formal, you know, pre-party. I don't know. They don't specify, but that's kind of my guess because 44 people in one limo is pretty tight. That's a pretty tight squeeze, right? (laughs) What a weird thing to say. (laughs) So Emily starts kind of like taunting Jessica and she's like, you're going to have so much fun at Winter Formal. You're going to have so much fun. And Kristen chimes in. She goes, why can't I have fun as she does in her crazy like kind of smokerish voice, kind of valley girl. I don't know. And then Jessica just goes, because I'm not going to have fucking fun, Kristen. That's the point. And she goes, oh, I thought you were being serious. (laughs) Jessica says Alex needs to take care of Jason, which we all know doesn't happen at the end of the episode. But it's kind of crazy to think like, obviously, now we know Jason has all these addiction issues. And he said he's had it since high school. But growing up, you're watching it. You're like, oh, yeah, he's just a dick. Which, you know, maybe he was just a dick in high school, but he was also a dick with a addiction issue. So that was like, Something I thought about, you know, he has to take care of him, meaning he's probably going to get super wasted. And that's Alex's duty tonight, not mine. So everyone in Laguna is getting extensions for winter formal. By everyone, I mean Kristen, Alex, Agent Taylor. And the whole time, you know, it shows Taylor getting him done alone and then Kristen and Alex getting theirs done at a different salon. And all Kristen does the whole time is talk shit about Casey's extensions. It's literally like her favorite subject for a few episodes. And this is definitely one of those episodes. After that little scene, we have the Alex, this shit is bananas moment, followed by the nail salon showdown. You know what I'm talking about. Alex is walking down the street, clapping her hands, saying, this shit is bananas, B. A-N-A-N-A-S, which is, of course, from the hit from Gwen Stefani called Hollaback Girl. And I ain't no Hollaback Girl. I can't lie, though. That song was like my all-time favorite when it came out. I would not stop singing it. I was so annoying. Believe it or not, I was annoying sometimes as a child. Not as a child, but as a teenager. And as a child, I was also annoying. So my lucky parents, that's all I can say. (laughs) But Alex H.'s reaction when Alex M., Taylor... And Casey, it's Casey, not Morgan. I almost said Morgan. And Casey walk in, absolutely kills me. She just looks at Jessica with this big smile and goes, funny. <laughs> like, 
I will always appreciate Alex H for everything she brought to the show and never got credit for. She's hysterical. And I hope you all listen to my podcast with her because she spilled a lot of tea. She hung out with Aaron Carter and was like good friends with him for a while, which is really cool. And she also talked about what happened between her and Kristen. But anyway, Alex H cracks me up and, you know, she just looks and she's like funny. And Jessica does the hardest eye roll of all time. So during this, like Jessica and Kristen are sharing these crazy glances as they should be. The looks between them are just like, what the fuck? Because Jessica is, I mean, Alex M is like, I'm just excited to go with Jason. He's going to be such a fun date, which is fucked up. Then again, it could have been a soundbite thrown over, but still fucked up. Jessica's just over it. And I feel bad for Jessica. You know, she's clearly very insecure in this season. Not now. She has four kids and a super hot husband. So go, Jessica. But, you know, she was very insecure. And I mean, Alex M was really intimidating, I remember. I was actually afraid when she started like liking my pictures because I was really intimidated by her when I was younger. But obviously her boyfriend's going with her. So she's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, get out of here. And then don't talk about how excited you are to go with him. So we find out that the theme for homecoming, I did it. See, I did it. I caught myself, but I had to go through with it. For winter formal is Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous fantastic good charlotte song let's be real that was probably the start of all of my emo phase that i went through was definitely that song actually dashboard confessional and then good charlotte came along and i was like this is my life my soul's black as i wore like american eagle (laughs) i could never fully pull off the whole like scene girl look i tried really hard you know force my mom to go to hot topic and she'd be like no we're not buying you a band tee we're gonna go buy you a nice shirt from american eagle which you know was fine this is just like a quick little side note but my mom actually worked at american eagle the whole time i was in high school so she could afford it so i always thought that was really cool um i know i don't talk about my mom a ton but I give her a lot of credit. She would work like one or two nights a week at American Eagle so we could get the discount. And that's the only reason I could afford <laughs> to wear American Eagle clothes is because my mom decided to get a second job. So shout out to single moms. So we're at the getting ready montage that we always see for dances and just going out, I guess. They're always kind of getting ready in Kristen's room. And Alex H is curling um, Jessica's hair you know they're joking and Alex jokes about a curling iron hickey she wants to give one to Jessica so she can be like look Jason I kissed the boy Alex H you're an M- you're the MVP of this episode the quiet MVP of the whole series really so the limo pulls up and Kristen and Alex have a moonroof moment they jump out there and then the car starts moving or the limo starts moving and they kind of like fall back it's very glamorous I've always wanted to do it I still haven't had a chance but I'm hoping one day I too can have a moonroof moment. Do we call it a moonroof or sunroof? I don't know the difference, but I want one of those moments. So they all arrive at the huge pre-winter formal. I don't know if it's a dinner or just like a hangout place, but they do it before prom too. So dances are a really big deal in Laguna. That's something I've learned because dances weren't like a huge deal when I, where I went to school. In Hanover High School, Hanover Mass. What's up, Hanover? (laughs) It was never a huge deal. Um, prom was a big deal but that's about it homecoming wasn't that big of a deal like the boys would always dress in like their craziest clothes so they'd wear like a you know plaid shirt with a black tie and then spike their hair up in the middle I don't know what it was all about I only went to homecoming I think once I think I only went my freshman year so during this you know pre-winter formal hangout There's a lot of drama between Jason and Jessica. She keeps calling him a liar and he keeps just going, shush, shh. 
you're being so annoying, shush, which is horrible, but nobody knows how to communicate at 16, 17, but it's kind of like, fuck you, Jason, like just answer the question. So after there's that, you know, awkward moment, he leaves with Alex and they go somewhere else. And it shows Jason going into one of the limos with a backpack and he's holding a bottle of champagne. So it's kind of sad to think about like he clearly had this addiction and MTV was clearly like, this is awesome for us. Like, can't wait for all this messy footage. As I said before, Cedric is handed a handheld camera recorder. Do you guys remember camcorders? I got one for Christmas in like third grade and I would record everything. Thank God Vine wasn't a thing when I was little. I definitely would have tried to be on Vine constantly and I'm glad it didn't happen. (laughs) But Cedric, he films some stuff. He films things like Jason and Alex grinding, Kristen and Talon grinding, Casey dancing by herself, more Jason and Alex, And poor Jessica is just outside sitting alone. And I don't blame her one bit. Like, she's clearly having a terrible time. Her boyfriend's a dick. She's very sad. She feels like her friends don't get it, which at this point they're sick of, which I also understand. So she's just out there sitting by herself. And then the dance releases and Alex, H, and Kristen just kind of leave Jess because she's waiting for Jason And Jason walks up to her and he just says, I love you. And Jessica goes, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it all. And Jason goes, whatever. And he turns around and leaves. Like, I get he doesn't want to deal with her being upset, but it's also like, what can I do to make this better? And I know saying I love you isn't going to fix everything. But again, they're in high school and you don't learn that for a very long time. At least I didn't learn it. I was always kind of like, yeah, let me pick this fight. This is going to go great. This is very healthy for us. So we end up going to the limo party. And it's Alex H., Jeff, a whole bunch of people. Jessica's not in it, but Kristen's there. Um, Emily, Courtney are there. Kristen's like, I hope you don't mind some nudity. And she screams a lot. She's funny. I love Kristen's voice. I know a lot of people get annoyed by it, but I think it's great. And then Alex H. is like pissed because she didn't bring anything to change into. And we see Alex H. and Jeff having a little makeout session. And during this, everyone's yelling, boil, 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 as boys do to chant on their friends. But that's Jeff's last name. And I actually remember Jeff dated someone from Norwell, Massachusetts. I don't remember her name or anything, but it was just after the show and my cousin knew her. And I thought that was like the coolest fucking thing on the planet. And then we became MySpace friends and he never messaged me back. (laughs) So if you think about it, though, Jeff made out with Alex, Kristen and Jessica. He he really kissed all of the three amigas. Another great scene is Taylor walking through the drive-thru and Alex is like, they're not going to serve you. And she's like, number eight. And she says, the limo won't fit through the drive-thru. And Alex ends up reeling her in. And Taylor said she got the food, though. She commented on my post and said, I got the number eight. Don't you worry. So then one of the greatest lines of the entire series is muttered between Alex H. and Kristen. Cheers to the last win of FOMO, biznatch. And then, so in the captions, it says, Alex H. says, one last dance together, my darling. Right? One last dance together, my darling. And all drunken beautifulness. But if you really listen, she says, one last dance together and we're done. Those are her words. And a follower pointed it out to me a long time ago. You know, when this page was like, when I could still do lives and stuff like that. And it shook me to the core. And re-listening, it's all I can hear. I posted it somewhere on my page. So if you scroll back further, far enough, you'll find it. And it's one last dance together. My, uh, and we're done. Not my darling. Which really messes with me. So it shows the limo outside at 
3 a.m. And Jessica's waking up a clearly fucked up Jason. He doesn't have his shoes on. He doesn't have anything. You know, if someone doesn't have their shoes on, they're pretty drunk. And in the moment of her like waking him up and stuff, she steals his keys and then they're kind of going back and forth. He's like, I'm going home. She's like, you're not going home. And in this moment, you realize how drunk he is. So she takes his keys so he can't leave. So she saves his life potentially. And then they kind of start fighting and he's trying to leave and she grabs his arm. And the way he jerks back, it almost looks like he's going to hit her. And he doesn't. He does not hit her. Jason doesn't hit Jessica. But like the way he jerks his body, you see him look at the camera and then realize what's happening. And he kind of like stops himself. That's probably the scariest scene between the two of them. I mean, they're always very toxic together. And that's why when people are like, they made a cute couple. I'm like, what the fuck were you watching? You probably thought Ron and Sammy were great too. But super toxic, super scary to watch. Like watching us, Jessica was only 16 at the time. Watching her grabbing him and him like kind of jerking back. And she's trying to save his life, basically. She doesn't want him to drink and drive. That's simple. And we don't know if he ends up spending the night or not. I hope he did spend the night. But who knows? So he during it, like during the fight, he keeps calling her annoying and all that. And then it just shows him getting out and her sitting there kind of. It looks like she's like pouting, but she's like pissed as she should be. MTV really did Jessica dirty. Or maybe I'm just older now, so I kind of get it more. I'm not sure. So the next morning, it's Alex H and Kristen and they're kind of laying in bed, just chatting. And Kristen's like, I didn't kiss anybody last night. And Alex H goes, I didn't mean to kiss anybody. It was just kind of like, you're a guy. I'm a girl. So that's why she made out with Jeff. And then it goes to Taylor and Alex M talking. And they're sitting on the beach or like a rock wall looking over the beach. And Alex said she had to push Jason off of her all the time, like a bunch of times. But Alex and Taylor agree that Jessica alienated herself. So it's her fault, which is really sad. The second to last scene is Cedric and Jason. They're playing cards around a table. I'm assuming at Jason's house. Who knows? But Cedric keeps talking about like how much he hates Jessica. And that's all Cedric does is like bash Jessica, which really sucks. I mean, imagine having your best friend constantly tell you that you're dating someone who sucks. Lauren and Heidi. But (laughs) it gets annoying. And I mean, all he does is bash her like the whole season, which sucks. He admits that he really likes Alex and Cedric just says, poor Jessica. And then one of the best music moments, we love good music moment, Nobody's Home by Avril Lavigne's playing and Jessica is just standing on her porch looking out, looking out over the ocean and holding her cat. It's a beautiful moment for a beautiful girl, <laughs> for a lonely girl. <laughs> now it will probably be like Justin Bieber's One Less Lonely Girl. Actually, that was such an old song too. I don't even know what would be playing. Well, you know what? They wouldn't even do this because they'd make sure women had women's back and They would take down Jason instead of, you know, ripping Jessica apart. That's exactly what they do. So there you have it, the winter formal episode. I hope you guys liked it. Um, Next week, I think what I'm going to do is release the regular Laguna podcast on Tuesday, as I've been doing, and then release a Hills podcast Tuesday night. I was kind of like on the fence on if I wanted to do what I do with Very Cavallari and, you know, take a shit ton of pictures with captions. But that takes a lot of work and I actually want to like try and process the show. So I don't think I'm going to be doing that. But other than that, guys, I kind of don't have much. I kind of went off at the beginning and I had a great trip home. I hung out with my nieces a lot and I'm going to Pride this weekend. So I'm excited about that. The Hills is going to be premiering Monday night, which will be interesting to watch. I don't have any guests lined up now. (laughs) 
I will tell you guys that. And thank you guys for letting me kind of branch out of Laguna Beach a little bit. Or I should say out of like Laguna in the Hills. I'm always going to be Laguna Beach, even if I'm posting Vanderpump rules. I'm not going to be Vanderpump Beach, I promise. But thank you guys so much. I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. And I'm glad I got to film this and record, record this, not film it, but I'm glad I got to record it.